Next to me is Hayden. And we have a special guest today named Reed. We're the podcast that teaches everyday knowledge to people like you. How's it going, Hayden? Uh, it's good. Zach. I know you didn't even think of it beforehand, did you? No, I, I that. Yeah. Like right when I hit record, I thought about. You're like, that. oh shoot, I got to come up with Zach's new name. That's what I usually do. Uh, so, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same guy. Okay. <clears throat> well, like we said, we have a very special guest today, Mister Sir Isaac. New Reed Kirkman. That was unnecessary. <laughs> uh, Prince Charles, Danish minister, Reed Kirkman. Hello, Reed. Hey, Reed. <laughs> Hello, Zach. Hello, Hayden. Well, I am very honored to be on this podcast, and I would thank everyone for listening to this podcast because we have a very special. Edition of Common Lightness. It's my first time, so I'll get over it pretty soon. Yeah. Amen, brother. Okay, well, <clears throat> yep. So, like Reed said, and I said, this is a special edition. And today we're talking about um, the importance of flags. But first, uh, just some background information on why Reed is important to this is because Reed is actually a living historian. And he actually really likes to do reenactments of the American Revolution. Is, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so, Reed. Yes, sir. Um, we know you're a traitor to the U.S. because you always side with Britain. But if you'd like to go ahead and speak why you like doing this kind of stuff, go ahead. Well, I've been doing this because <clears throat> my dad got me into it. Okay. Um, How many I years ago have you done it? I've been doing it for about 13, almost going into 14 years now. Cool. Um, started when I was, was in fifth grade um, 12 years ago. That's cool. So that was a long time, probably before you guys were um, even in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Uh, Reed likes to we brag love Reed. about how but old they, he is. They call me the old man all the time, yeah. so... But somebody's got to be old he, because somebody's got to keep him in line. I, I, my favorite thing about Reed is he just says some obvious stuff every once in a while. But it's like just what? like that. <laughs> like <laughs> how old he is? Yeah, he said. He said, "We." I was in fifth grade, probably a long time before. You were in well, fifth grade. Well, you were in fifth grade. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, this is beside the point. We love Reed. Uh, so Reed, why why do you like? Why do you think? Sorry, let wait, me wait, rephrase I, my I question. I had a question. Oh, go ahead. So, y yes, let maybe. me let me know about how many uh, reenactments you've been in oh, and what battles they were. Ooh, wow. Well, that's God, we'll be here for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, you like, guys probably story. Well, well yeah. Well, just the um, biggest reenactment was um, two years ago uh, was uh, for the bicentennial of the Battle of New Orleans yep. um, during the War of eighteen twelve. Cool. But um, the furthest I've ever been for a reenactment was Upper, Upper State, New York. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like around Buffalo? No. Um, do you know where Lake Champlain and um, Lake George meet? Not at all. Okay, but cool. <laughs> it's um, near there, way um, near, um, almost near the upper part of Vermont. Cool. So they're all like American Revolution battles? Not all American Revolution. Um, War of 1812. French and Indian War, 
but American Revolution is my specialty because it's nothing better than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> we have some Civil War reenactors just rolling in their uh, seats right now. Because they're probably still alive. And if you're listening to that, the Civil War is blasphemy. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, Reed, why is... Uh, I'll just go ahead and say this. Uh, yes, sir. Just kind of shorten this really quick, but why do you think the American Revolution is so important? Like more important than the Civil War, but why do you think? Why do you do these revolution rather well, rather than as opposed to other battles? Well, I mean, just in general, like okay. why why do you think it's important? Well, I get that question all the time, and one um, conclusion that I've come to was, you can read history in a book, correct? Yes. But um, you can lear- also learn it in school. But it's a different type of feeling when you wear the clothes and actually fire a gun knowing that this is the type of weapons or the type of clothes that our ancestors wore about 250 years ago Hmm. or 200 because um, you can't um, experience this type of um, living history in a book or or even watching a movie. You just have to um, do it hands-on. That's pretty interesting. That is really cool. What I just and, I don't know why uh, I thought about this, but you see like a Krabby Patty and SpongeBob, and you want to eat it. What? But like sometimes <laughs> I used to think about like when I was reading a history book, what it would be like to sit around a fire or something eating yeah. bread that was made by your mom that day. What? What does that have to do with Krabby Patties? I'm just so like, sorry. it's just so distant. You know, but it's you, it's you just as di- distant as a cartoon to me, but it's more realistic. Oh, actually, so you want to experience? experience. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it also um, um, it helps me appreciate for, um, our forefathers and knowing that um, this, these and our were the struggles that we they had to endure to become the nation that we are today. Right. How did those oppose from our third fathers? What do you mean by our first? I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, yeah, so, I know I'm joking with you back, so. Uh, so, let's let's hop into this. We're almost seven minutes in. Um, the seven deadly sins. Yes. So, the topic today is a history of American flags. Yes. Primarily, I think we should um, focus on England um, and then on work on our way to America. Beca- okay. Because without England... We would not be here doing this podcast right now. Cool. We'd either speaking French, <laughs> or okay. we'd be um, speaking Dutch or Swedish. Do you not? Have or a, or um, Spanish. Do you not have like an inflection on that at all? English is better because we speak it, okay. <laughs> and that's probably I really m- mainly our ancestry came from. And we're all um, child of immigrants, so that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, Reed, um, yes. obviously you said uh, British flag is definitely important to American history. Yes. Uh, I would probably say so, too. Um, so, give us some history on those flags real quick. Like well, tell, you us, said, tell us how many flags there are that you're talking about, and well, then go, go into detail into a couple of them. Well, do you want me to start with... Um, Before America was a place. Well, that's... A founded place, sorry. Okay, let's... Talk about England and Scotland for a little bit. Okay. Um, the first flag of England was the Cross of Saint George. Okay. Which was a white flag with a red cross. Um, okay. And it was flown from 1277 to 1603. Oh wow. And um, Sir Francis Drake 
And so before they even came to America, that was fun. Um, actually, um, during um, probably f- during when America was founded, um, oh, okay. um, the first English colony um was um, Jamestown in yep. 1607. Um, remember cool. the movie um Pocahontas? Yes. But hmm. I did not like the movie, but. Uh, I say it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's, it's just okay. It's All right. Disney. It's Disney, but yeah, I true. gotta love my Disney. Uh, that's true. I don't so, critique them that much. So what came after that flag? Well, before that flag um, came along was um, the cross of Saint Andrew, the um, Scottish flag. Okay. Um, which was a blue um, flag on the um, with a um, white cross um, diagonally. Oh, okay. Um, which was the cross of St. Andrew, because St. Andrew is the patron saint of Scotland. As to opposed, um, St. George um, is the patron saint of England, if ah, I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. So, in 1603, um, these um, flags combined, ah. um, which is called now the King's Colors, and um, because they were, um, the king during that time was... Um, King James the first, okay. or um, King James the sixth. I'm not mistaken. I hope if I'm not, I don't care because right. <laughs> no one can see me and they care. can't get me. Oh Lord! <laughs> but um, they he combined these flags to create one flag, and um, this flag um, flew probably um, to Jamestown. Gotcha. Cool. Well, that's that's some good little background history of that. So, coming into America. Okay, so during this time, also in England, uh, we have um, this queen, um, one of the last of the Stuart queens um, during this time, Queen Anne. Uh-huh. Um, she made a flag um, in 1707 called the Red Ensign Flag, mm-hmm. and it was a flag that um, had the um, king's colors on there, but in the le- um, upper left canton, which is the upper left qu- corner, she added uh-huh. the... Um, the king's colors. That's good. And um, the, um, these flags were primarily flown on merchant ships or during, on forts in the New World. Gotcha. Very cool. That is really cool. And it's speculated that um, George Washington, during the Braddock Expedition and the um, Battle of Fort Necessity, um, flew under this flag because um, George Washington was um, alleg- had allegiance to Britain then. In 1754 and Interesting. 1755. Interesting. So coming into, is there anything else? Um, I'm sorry. Is there anything else like before America you think is pertinent between 1755 and 1776? Well, yes. There's a lot of flags that were changed. Um, okay. But um, the one. Um, major flag that was flown during the beginning of the American Revolution was um, called the Grand Union flag. Mm. And the Grand Union flag was um, basically the red ensign flag, but this time it had white bars. Right. So thir- um, it had um, s- seven red stripes and um, six white stripes, mm-hmm. um, which um, brought the stripes to 13. Um, 13 meaning the 13 colonies. Right. But um, because independence during 1775, during the beginning of the revolution, was not the goal yet, yeah. they flew that kind of flag. Oh. And um, the British, I mean, not the British, um, I'm so, so sorry, I'm always the American. British. Yeah, those Americans. 
Yeah. The rebels, as they were called. Oh, Lord. Um, um, flew this flag. Um, and George Washington um, fought under this flag from 1776, New Year's Day, to 1777. Okay. And um, it changed again okay. in 1777. Do you know what that flag was called in 1777? We do not know. There's okay. many speculations after um, the flag change. Um, instead of the um, British um, flag in the upper left canton, there were stars this time under the Flag Act. Um, now we call that day on June 14th as we know as Flag Day. Okay. Do you see many flags that fly um, across um, the United States when you um, there's Flag Day on June 14th? I don't see a lot of different ones. Yeah, there's no different it. ones, but do you see American flags? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's why it's called Flag Day because um, of the changing of the flag. Ah, oh, gotcha. But um, there's many different <laughs> designs, um, and but there was no such thing as this flag that was called the Betsy Ross flag. Ah, and that was the first official U.S. flag, right? Technically. Yeah, technically the first official one. Well, technically the first official flag of the United States was the Red Ensign. Oh, okay, gotcha. But um, during um, the Betsy Ross um, flag, as people say, was um, a circular um, um, flag of... was. I'm going to try this again. <laughs> okay. It was a... Um, it had 13, stri- it had 13 um, stars representing the 13 colonies again. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the 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 stars were arranged in a circle. Yeah. But there's no um, credible evidence that this um, flag was ever flown. Nor did um, um, Betsy Ross know George Washington during this time. Yeah, that's what that's, I actually remember that from school vaguely. I did a um, college project one time with that flag, um, portraying George Washington as our first president ah. in 1789. Interesting. Made an A on that flag. I mean, not on that grade. <laughs> nice. Man, I'm stuck on flags right now. Yeah, I guess so. So what came after the Betsy Ross flag? Well, not the. there was different designs. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this thing called the Francis Hop, Hop, Hopkinson flag, which was um, 13 um, stars Okay. with um, six-pointed um, stars, and they were arranged in many different rows. So that's kind of the true start of the American flag, per se, but... Um, Historians and even um, people like professors or um, um, reenactors um, still don't know for sure. I got you. I still don't even know for sure. So walk us through some major changes from, let's say, the Betsy Ross flag, the 13 colonies, yes. to the flag we have today, currently. Well, currently. Well, um, after the American Revolution, it still had um, 13 stars and um, 13 stripes but um, it changed again okay Um, in 1795 um, there were two um, states admitted to the Union Um, the first being Vermont and then the second being Kentucky cool and um, this um, flag flown this time was 15 stars and get this 15 stripes wow yeah so that it symbolize the same thing twice there was no regulations on how many stripes there were so oh, okay this flag i'm um, also called called this um star spangled banner flag was flown from 1795 to um, 1818 oh 
Yeah, so about 23 years. And that's, that's how like old I am. One of the more long lifespans of a flag. One right? of the most longest flags that were yeah. flown. But um, this flag uh, was flown mainly during um, the Quasi Wars, um, the Tripoli Wars, and um, the lesser no- known, the War of 1812. Hmm. That's the lesser known? Yes, the War of 1812 is actually a lesser known war in the United States. Hmm. Interesting. So I got a question for you, Zach. What's that? <laughs> oh, Lord. When was the War of 1812? Uh, like 24 feet. <laughs> I'm guessing it's not 1812 because you're asking. Actually, yes. Uh, the War of eighteen twelve was from eighteen twelve to eighteen fifteen. Come on, you dingus. So it was eighteen twelve. Yes, but that's when the start of it was oh, okay. June eighteenth, right. eighteen twelve. Yeah, with um, President. What? I'm still laughing at the twenty four feet thing I said. <laughs> you know, it's funnier than twenty four. Twenty five. But you want to hear something um, really um, cool about this flag? Yes. Tell me about it. Okay, so. During the um, War of 1812, in the year 1814, okay. um, in September, um, the British decided to attack the city of Baltimore. Mm. But there was um, something in the way. There was a fort called Fort McHenry. Okay. And, and you're wearing that shirt right now. Yes, I am, kind of coincidentally. Coincidentally. But I feel like you planned on doing this. I think I did. <laughs> Not. Not. <laughs> All right. But um, um, the... Um, Fort McHenry flag um, was so large that it was 30 feet by 42 feet big. Whoa. That's a big old flag. That's like a uh, car yeah. dealership. <laughs> I was size. literally thinking the same thing. No, <laughs> no, not, no, not even car size. Probably. No, no, no. Car, have you ever seen the car dealerships? You pass yes. by them and they yes. have those big old, oh, like, Oh, I thought you football field flags. Yes, <laughs> that's how big it was. Yeah, and during cool. um, the bombardment of um, Fort McHenry on September thirteenth, okay, it lasted twenty four hours. Can you imagine being bombarded by um, mortar shells or even a new invention during this time, concrete rockets? I can't imagine someone knocking on my door for longer than five minutes. <laughs> like someone I know. Lol. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> So during the um, morning of um, September 14th, 1814, yeah. um, this gentleman that we know of, Francis Scott Key, yep. he was in prison on a British warship. Huh. He was also a lawyer. Whoa. He was a lawyer? Yeah. Huh. So he, he got his <laughs> telescope and um, tried to see if the British flag was um, flying over uh, Fort McHenry. But was it? It was not. Ah, our flag was still there. It was indeed, and oh say does that start saying? And did you know that um, he wrote that um, famous verse on an envelope? Ah, and the Star Spangled. How did he get an envelope in there? He had one in his pocket. Ah, okay, gotcha. But the flag, um, the Star Spangled Banner, did not um, become the national anthem until 1931. So it just kind of sat around for a while and nobody said anything about it? Yeah, but it's funny is that hmm. our our national anthem is written to a British drinking song. Yep, you did show me that one time and I was kind of disappointed. To in heaven. What? That's the song called... It's, a, it's like a pub song. Right. They like sling beer around yeah. and slam the <laughs> counter, you know? Heidi, 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 Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, so... 
kind of funny, honestly. Like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised I didn't hear that at a pub. Like, talking Wait to a some minute. British people, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I was, I kind of expected them to be something, you know, like make fun of it, us being Americans or something like that. They did that a lot, but that wasn't one of them. Like, they didn't sing like some sort of a. But there's a you know song. the song Yankee Doodle. Yeah. There's a British version. What is it? Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Uh-huh. He, Wait, is it inappropriate? Uh, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> he went to, um, it's like, Yankee Doodle went to town to um, buy a fire lock. We will tar and feather him <laughs> and uh, do the same thing to John Hancock. Ah. Oh, my. Wow. It's pretty, savage. pretty morbid. <laughs> pretty savage. savage. Savage, that's a good word. Yeah, salvage. If you're French. Oh, I'm not. But um, <laughs> this flag um, remained um, the national savage. flag to from 1795 to 1818. Okay. Then in 1818, the a flag act was um, passed. Uh, yes. Yes. Can, and this flag um, act um, limited the number of stripes that the United States flag could have. Limited it 13, now right. to 13 stripes. Yes. I remember that. Uh, which um, symbolizes today even the 13 colonies. Yep. So, from 1818 to about, let's say about 1912, um, the number of stars um, kept growing with the westward expansion and the admission of states to the Union. I got you. So, um, the, um, one of the longest flying flags... Um, was um 48 stars 48 48 before alaska and hawaii actually um the mission to um arizona and new mexico hmm interesting and and this um flag flew from for 47 years did you know that 47 is the most common reoccurring random number that's a little side that's a little side note but uh it is this flag um through um flew um during the war on during World War One and Two. Oh wow! And I didn't realize it flew through World War Two. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, President Taft and Eisenhower served under these flags. Interesting. So, um, the and seventeen, uh, something. Man, I'm stuck on the Revolutionary <laughs> War again. You mean nineteen? Yes, nineteen fifty-nine. Uh huh. Um, hello. <laughs> the sprayer just sprayed me. Oh well, yeah. so hopefully it's holy water. We have a another we'll flag act. That. <laughs> no, it's fine. We have another flag act, um, which um, brought the addition to um, of Alaska. Okay. Um, it flew for one year from July fourth, nineteen forty nine. Nineteen fifty nine. Okay. Sorry. 59. Wow, I'm bad at this. Nineteen fifty nine, which had forty nine flags on it yes. or stars on it. Sorry. Yes. To nineteen sixty. Now the current flag that we have, um, when did that um, come in? Um, it came in 1959, also. Yeah. Um, with the addition of Hawaii as the 50th state. That's very interesting. So we had an entire world war where one of the biggest attack, if not the biggest attack on home territory. Yeah, yeah one of the biggest. Yeah was in Pearl Harbor in Hawaii, yes. but it wasn't even indicted as a state. No. Hmm. It was just a territory. 
I did not even know that at all. But, so that's uh, very it, interesting. It is a date that will live in infamy. That's very true. I say that to myself every oh, day. Lord. It's my birthday. That is his birthday on December 7th? Yep. Yep. I had to be born on that day. So, uh, that brings us to today's flag after 1959, correct? Yes, from 1960 to the present. Um, it flew, um, you know, the, a little war called Vietnam War? Yeah, nah, it kind of rings a bell, I guess. Started revolution. That was sarcasm. Right. <laughs> but um, it flew like Gulf War, the um, Grenada invasion of um, Grenada, I don't know, no, American gr- invasion of Grenada, the Gulf War, and now the Iraqi wars that are um, playing mm-hmm. right now. So when were the... Um, the regulations on like respecting the flag is that in law or was it ever in law i do not know i actually don't think so i think it's a i think it's a first amendment right for freedom of speech that you can do whatever you want to yeah well there's certain um there's certain laws that you can have to do with the flag yeah meaning like you can only um have the flag flying during the day unless it's lit yes unless it's lit so there's like a a moral code to it, but yes. not law. Yes. So do you know yeah. when that was adopted? No. Probably. I feel like it's just kind of a slow and gradual thing. Yeah. I think because with American um, patri- patriotism. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this it, is kind of pertinent today, honestly, with uh, all the NFL stuff going on right now. Yeah. Um, it also, um, the flag f- flies half-staff during like 9-11, um, December 7th. Um, Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the symbolism of that is? I've always kind of wondered. I know we always just kind of do it, but I, is there some sort of a symbolism? I, I think um, every country does it. Oh, okay. Too, so it's just kind of like a world, yeah. like, relatively but, accepted practice. And here's one. Um, the United States flag will never um, but, um, dip down to a nation. Yeah. Another nation. I, yeah. I did know that because it's it's higher than every other flag in the UN. Unless you're in mm-hmm. Texas, our state flag can be as equal as yeah. the United States flag. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> That's why I love Texas. Yep, there we go. Yeehaw. America! <laughs> a lot of pride right there. That is a lot of pride. I did know that the Texas state flag could... I don't know why it can, but I guess it's because it was it was its own republic at one point. Is it that was, why? Um, we um, we're the only state that um, became a state um, after a republic in 1845. Yeah, that's why. With the first president being Sam Houston. Well, I guess uh, if so, this is kind of thinking into the future a little bit, um, but I, I think we have a little bit of time so we can do this. Sure. Um, so Puerto Rico wants to be in in the United States. That yeah. was a big thing this summer. So, yeah. um, with that being said, I believe they're a republic, correct? If I'm not mistaken, or I, are they a democracy? I think they're their own. They, I think they're a country of their own. They are. I'm just. I'm saying. I think their form of government is a. It's either a republic or a democracy. So they could be a second state. They could also have their flag just as high as the United States flag, like Texas. And then also, we also have to change it a little bit by adding another star to the flag. 51 stars. But we do not know. But that's one of the many mysteries of flags. And that's why I think vexology, the study of flags, is so interesting. Because you don't don't know what's going to happen next. 
Yeah. What did you say that word was again? Vexology. Vexology. Cool. If I'm saying it right. That sounds about right. So, very cool. Who knows? All right. Reed, was there anything else you wanted to add about the flags today? Well, anything else you want to... Um, I'm more than happy to um, answer you, you guys' question more about, like, either reenacting or... Um... That's all the questions I really had. What did you want to talk a little bit more about reenacting for a little bit? We have like five minutes left. Yeah, just give me some questions. It would help me a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Have you ever shot a cannon? I was oh, on a that's cannon a good crew. One. I was on a cannon crew before. <laughs> Who'd you shoot at? British. Man, <laughs> if you want to know something that's absolutely hilarious. Uh, so I really wish I was there for this. My friend Philip used to work for um, the um, the state capital of Texas. Yeah. He used to be a policy advisor. Yeah. Um, and they were having some kind of um, a party outside or whatever. I think it was whenever Greg Abbott got um, into office, whenever yeah. he won the governor's um, okay. seat. Anyways, yeah. regardless, they're just chilling outside, right? Mm-hmm. And he just happens to be standing, like, right by this cannon or whatever. But this cannon has, like, they never, you know, shoot it. It just looks like it's there for decoration, right? Well, I guess he didn't get the memo that they were going to blast this sucker off, right? And so he's sitting right by this cannon. And this thing goes off. And he is trying to figure out what's going on. So he's, like, almost ducking on the floor because he thought, like, a bomb went off right beside him. So he he found out, like, a couple seconds later that was a cannon. but Right. For that split second, he almost peed himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was like me one time, um, being on a cannon crew. I did not like it, but it was so much fun, though. Yeah, we, we, we know you absolutely love loud noises. Not. Ah, there it is. <laughs> but you can't even stand the grinder. Oh, the grinder is the word. Well, it's kind of high pitched. It kind of annoys the crap out of me. It doesn't really bother me, yeah. but it annoys me more. It than is me. annoying. Oh man. Uh, we need to spend like nine hundred dollars on one of those. Quiet grinders that are like, it's not too late. It's like that. Yeah, it is a little too late. Maybe you need We're to a little too poor also. Maybe you need to grind your coffee um, the night before so it's all ground up in the no, morning. No, that's a cardinal sin. Don't even talk about. It. Okay, well, this has been an episode of Common Enlightenment. But um, <laughs> if you guys and if anybody's listening to this uh-huh. has any more questions about reenacting or living history. Um, you shoot, them your email? shoot them in the email. No, don't give them. Not my email, but uh, shoot shoot us like a shoot us a, a message on either Twitter or Facebook, and uh, we have it. We have our um, email. Oh yeah, we have our, we have our email too. So you can uh, email us. It's on our website, and on our SoundCloud. I mean, it's on everything. So you can find it either there or on our Twitter or on our Facebook. Just message us somehow, and Reed would be more than happy to answer those those. And I them. answer any questions except if they're mean questions or sound dirty, I won't answer them. I'll say next. <laughs> <laughs> and our uh, our email is commonenlightenmentpodcast at gmail dot com. No underlines or anything like that. Just one big old long run on word. Sounds like me talking all the time. So, yeah. yep. All right. Well. Thank y'all for listening to this great podcast we've had. Reed, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you, Zach, and thank you, Hayden. Thank you. And, uh, I, man, this has been a pretty good episode of Common Enlightenment. Yeah. So, yeah. Until next for, time. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, until next time, see you next Tuesday, and stay enlightened.
Bye.